Louise McSharry on 2FM. We are all at this point sick of going for a walk or going for an effing walk as I see lots of people are referring to them now I for one can't wait to never go for a walk again however it is still the world that we're living in where if we want to get out and if we want to live in any kind of capacity you have to go for a walk however there are ways to enjoy your walk a little bit more and today as someone who has an idea on how to spice things up is architectural historian Emma Galise who specializes in mid-20th century Irish architecture hello Emma hi Louise great to talk to you you too so Emma are you sick of going for a walk I'm not, which is going to really annoy people, but I don't have small little kids to entertain. So I am I'm very lucky. OK, um, so you you are not sick of going for walks, which is great. And is part of that your interest in Irish architecture? Oh, it is. I Like, I'm a devil to meet for coffee because I will always be late because like, sorry, I had to stop and take a photograph of this. Or I had to stop and read the site notice or stop and read this plaque. I I'm the worst person to meet because I'm always looking up and really curious and I want to uh, make everybody in Ireland the same. So you so you basically are suggesting that if we learn a tiny bit about what to look for when we're on our walks we can actually learn as we go or start to spot certain things. Exactly so I'm kind of sharing tricks uh, that I do from our work so um, when somebody buys a protective structure they need to uh, get a background history of the house. So I'm kind of like a, a house detective learning the history. And it's so simple. And there's so much now online that there wasn't before. And once everybody has these links, you'll be ready to go and uh, get the kids involved as well and find out what's in your 5K. Okay, so so tell us, what what's the first step? I'm going for my walk today. What should I be looking for? Should I be doing research beforehand? What's the story? Yeah, so quick research beforehand. So even number one, I don't think people know, and I didn't anyway, what is my 5K where, where our lives are, you know, on the dart or in the car. So we don't actually know what five kilometers away is. So the first protocol is to go to a website called 2kfromhome.com. And even though it's called 2K from home, it's adjusted to 5K. So once you go there, you can see your circle around your home. And you'll be surprised how much of, a, of an area it is. So I think psychologically, 5K just sounds like Roni allowed down the road, but you'd be really surprised at what's within your 5K. So that's step number one. Um, and also, it's great to think, to try to put a, a spin on it positively. So remember those maths back in primary school, the getting the circumference of a circle. So if your house is the radius and the center of the circle, get the kids involved with this. Um, <laughs> you get the circumference of the circle. I had to look this up, two pi r. So your your circumference is actually 31 kilometers. But when you add that 5k to get to the edge of your circle and 5k home, that's 41 kilometers. And, you know, a marathon is 42 kilometers. So if you were to do the full circle, you'd see a lot yeah. during your walk. So that so that's step number one. Um, step number two is to go back in time. So you might be living in the suburbs. You might think everything looks the same. But what what was your area like before uh, these houses came? So there is um, you can see for free online the Ordnance Survey Ireland uh, maps on their website uh, osi.ie, and you can um, it'll 
it'll you'll show up where you live and it'll show the historic layers back to uh, the first surveys in the early 19th century. Mm. And you can see the reason why your area has a certain name or um, has a certain look. You'll see all these historic um, quarries or institutional buildings um, that gave your area its character. And you'd be really surprised um, what's in your area from historical places like that. And then another fantastic uh, website is the National Inventory of Architectural Heritage. Um, and every time I type it in, it's buildingsofireland.com. I always think it looks like buildingsonfire.com. So that might help you remember the website name. Buildingsofireland.com. Uh, Ireland.com. Okay. Um, but all of these are on the RT um, culture uh, tab on the rt.ie website. So if you go there and go to the tab to the right in culture, you'll find all these things. So don't be worrying about scribbling all these down. Hmm. So on the National Inventory of Architectural Heritage, you'll get a list, you can search by county, um, of all the, the, the buildings of note or structures of note within your area. It has everything. It has um, old post boxes, old, um, you know, even doorways that might be remaining, um, forges, everything in your area. And it gives you the, the list of the architectural features. So if you're standing there with your phone mm. and you don't even know what you're looking at, this will give you a description mm. of, of the building or the, the structure that you're looking at. So, um, so they're just... Uh, you're kind of turning your oh, sorry, walk. You're kind of turning your walk into almost like a museum. It's like you don't have the little, you know, if you're looking around a gallery, you've got the little plaque beside the painting or whatever that gives you a bit of like context yeah. or background or whatever. And so you're essentially via your phone and this website, you're creating a museum in your within your 5K. Exactly. And and um as well as just looking at things, there's another website um, by the Heritage Council and National Museum of Ireland called Know Your 5K Website. So as well as being in the museum, you can be a curator in the museum. So on this website, you can put up a picture and go, look what's this old well um, down the road where I live, or this is a sound that I hear when I'm out walking, or this is an old story associated with where I live. You can upload them straight from your smartphone. So as well as being in a museum all around this, you can contribute and be a curator in museums. So there's another fantastic website you, that you can check out what other people in your area have already posted up. So what are your favorite things that you're spotting in your 5K? Um, just the smallest little things like, um, even though I've lived here for a couple of years in Stony Batter, I'm finding little plaques, I'm finding um, bits of Phoenix Park I never knew. Um, I kind of knew one little area around the Wellington Monument, but finding these little um, gatekeepers' cottages and deer keepers' cottages and just imagining, like, imagine living in Phoenix Park. Mm. Um, you don't have to be the president of Ireland. You can also be somebody <laughs> living in one of these uh, gatekeepers' lodges. Uh, so there's little things like that that I'm, uh, I'm just amazed of that I never spotted before because we never had the time. Mm. And like you said, we're... we're we're stuck within our 5k so we might as well get to know every inch of us and tell me um when you're uh when we're talking about this like obviously if you live in an urban area there will probably be lots of things that you can look for but i'm conscious of the fact that people who don't live in urban areas there might not be so much within their 5k so what kinds of things can you be looking for if you live in a, a rural area a rural area again. You, you, people in the rural, rural, say rural area actually have even more than than the people in the city. Mm. It's it's you're really going back to old Ireland and an old way of life. You have um, 
pathways going up to church to mass and little styes and little um, gaps in the wall for people to go through the fields to mass and you have um, tow paths and, and the boats coming down the canals to bring um, Guinness and other goods down down across the country um, you've beautiful old churches and old graveyards that might have been um, decommissioned um, you've all neolithic forts you have um, I know you know mythology fairy forts and, and lots of stories so during this time you know you might be zooming the grandparents a lot and if they grew up where you grew up ask them the little stories um, about that area and, and you, you really tap into um, just a wealth of knowledge there just local folklore Mm, that's a really good suggestion because you know it's hard at the moment I know a lot of grandparents or people of a certain age are at this point are getting their vaccines and hopefully we will see grandparents reunited with um, you know other members of their family soon but I haven't seen my grandparents in a year I'm so delighted that they just got their first vaccine and I'm so excited about the fact that they'll get their second batch in a few weeks Aww. but that's a lovely way to include them you, you know you could bring them with you on Facebook FaceTime or on Zoom or whatever and I know my grandparents are a, a font of knowledge like I mean any drive you take with my granny is comes with a narration of everything we pass and some kind of contextual history uh, which is so enjoyable but that's that's such a good suggestion it's a great way of being together without actually physically being together oh definitely and um you think the kids aren't taking in what you're saying but I remember every story my mom told me I remember um my sister Jenny was in the back of the car and my mom was explaining to us the ice age and why all the the rocks these huge boulders were just um stuck in the burn and my sister Jenny said was that when you were a little girl mammy and because my mom had made it so <laughs> we never let my sister forget that story my mom was like thanks thanks um, and I remember like my mom going that's where I went to primary school or that's where I made my first communion like they're they're historical events in your family mm. so they mightn't be you know big enough to go on the front page of the paper but to your family there, those buildings are part of your history. Yeah. Can I ask, is that where your interest in kind of history and architectural history came from, from stories from your childhood or where did you get into it along the line? Oh, definitely. My mother, um, Mary, she's a primary school teacher, so she loves telling little stories. So, you know, the, the burn started with um, giants were throwing rocks <laughs> and uh, to try to explain, like, why is this huge boulder totally out of place in the area? And my father's an architect and he's now a conservation architect and he was, he's always pointing at the smaller details. My, my mother would tell the story mm. um, to, to to give us more of a context. So between the two of them, yeah, I, I thought it was normal to be staring at buildings all day long. And so I think everybody should take more of an interest in architecture and buildings. You don't have to be an architect mm. to to take an interest in what's going around. Everything in front of your front door is public it's the public realm we all own it and we all should have a say if you're in a rural area and there's no um footpaths or in, in the suburban area there's, there's no playgrounds or open space to take your kids now is the time to take note of everything and go to your local councillor and go you know if we're stuck within our 5k again i want a a, a better walkable space um mm. for me and my family so take take it as a survey time um during this lockdown. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Emma Galise. Emma Galise is an architectural historian. And where can people find you, Emma? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, G-I-L-L-E-C-E. -E -E -E. 
uh, and also go straight to the article on uh, RT, uh, the culture section. You'll find that article with all the links. And if you want me to help you with stuff in your 5K, uh, drop me a DM and I'd love to help you. Lovely. Thank you so much, Emma. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Louise. Thank Thanks. you. Louise McSherry on 2FM.